Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, um, what's new in your world? All right, Drew Barrymore isn't taking offense at SNL mocking her new chat show. And she's far from it. She's actually embraced it. SNL's Chloe Fineman made fun of the former wild child on the first show of the season on Saturday. And Barrymore posted a photo of her in bed watching the show. She said, I have loved SNL for as long as I know. And I also love that my new show brought was brought to the party as well. So I'm honored to be a part of it, which is fun. And David Arquette also wants Ryan Gosling's body. Yeah, that's right. He wants to get his body for his upcoming movie. Arquette stars in the new film 12 Hour Shift about a drug addict nurse and her cousin who gets involved in the black market organ trafficking. Well, sounds like a lighthearted romp. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Little, it's a little bit of a horror comedy, which, you know, with Scream, he kind of liked that role. Yeah. You said horror. Horror. Comedy. Okay, thank you. Yes. Just checking. Just checking. Yes, horror comedy. <laughs> horror. Comedy. Comedy. Horror comedy. And uh, he said, if I could take anybody's organ, I would take Ryan Gosling's body. That's kind of weird, but um, he just said that he wanted to get this body for the film and getting ready to try to get into that type of fit shape. I so. would like to just respectfully submit that I also would take Ryan Gosling's body, <laughs> but in a whole different way. Agreed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree, too. Yeah, and I'm on the other side of the fence, so I would take his body, too. So mm, There you go. And Mariah Carey, this is crazy. She recently let out that she never had sex with her former fiance, James Parker. Huh. Yeah. I mean, did we ask? No, but she has a new memoir that she's out selling. So, yes. Exactly. We didn't need to, is what you're saying. Uh huh. And that was the part that was excluded from her recent memoir. And she wanted to even bring that up after the fact. So, it's funny you say that. So, she brought this memoir out and it wasn't in there. And she brought it up after the fact, and they got engaged back in 2016. And uh, yeah, they, you know, obviously he's a billionaire, and they broke up, and it was a bad breakup. But uh, I didn't have a physical relationship, to be honest with you. And she said she confessed if it was it, it, that was the relationship she wanted, and that's what mattered. So I guess if to each their own, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. There you go. Right. So you, for more <laughs> entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk 107 app or go to mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. My Talk Flashback Bumper Music. Yes, the good old days. days. How many days in a year? She woke up with hope, but she only found tears. And I can be so insincere. Making the promises never for real. As long as she stands there waiting. Wearing the holes in the soles of her shoes. Disappear. You look in the mirror, so how do you choose? Your clothes never wear as well the next day, and your hair never falls in quite a 
happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Tramer. Tramer? Trainer is not here. He's on a uh, a lovely uh, drive about. He's looking uh, at rocks. He's looking at rocks. Uh, but Holly and I are here with you, and we're going to spend the whole week with you. And don't worry about it. We're going to have so much fun. Um, but let's get started with um, what we put our eyeballs on this weekend. So I'll I'll quick. I have a quick one, and then Holly, you've got a little bit of a longer take on another thing. Um, I watched SNL which was a big deal because they were back in the studio. Uh, Saturday Night Live, a fresh new episode. Everybody was present and accounted for. Great. And it's not like they didn't have anything to talk about this okay. Saturday. Thank you. So a couple things. So first of all, I just want to I I say two things and then we can move, move along. But the first thing is this. They did, they had a live studio audience, which was awesome in the sense that you got that play back and forth between the um, reactions of the audience and the cast members. Um, we know because we, we we read reports of the report that they were fastidious about making sure that people were healthy upon uh, coming to see the taping. Um, they did show in the news before they did the actual episode of Saturday Night Live, They did a little news clip about Saturday Night Live coming back, and they showed some clips of them during the week when they prepare the show. Everybody's in their mask, but they're testing every single day. Yeah. Then on top of that, they tested the whole studio audience, and they were masked. So it was, you know, about as safe as safe can be. It was a full-blown bubble. But it was just so nice to see people together. Yeah. And standing close to each other and talking to each other. And um, it was fun to laugh again. So that's my first thing. My second thing is, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of stuff going on right now. You don't say. You we don't, don't We don't say. need to talk about the stuff that's going on. But there. But trust me, if you haven't read anything lately, there's some stuff happening. And... I, you know, going into the first episode, I thought, here's the thing with Saturday Night Live is they can they will do one of two things. No, they'll do one thing. I was going to say they'll either ignore it and go along or they'll be adaptable because the news that started happening started happening the day before they went live. Yeah, there are lots of real time events that were developing over the weekend that, you know, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live, Colleen. So it's interesting. I'm glad that you're talking about it today because I was curious. I was like, "Hmm, what's happening in the writer's room on Saturday morning? I mean, they had to be (laughs) as nimble as nimble can be because by the minute... Um, the narratives were shifting and it was just very interesting. And, you know, the Saturday Night Live, unlike our show, does not shy away from politics. So they were there. I mean, they were doing the thing. And I would just say, you know, they 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 did it. Yeah, they, they did, did a it. thing. They Go. did a thing. Yeah. And uh, it was definitely watchable. And and more than anything, it was like a nice slice of normalcy. So <sighs> I will say that if you are a person who I am, a, we are an appointment. We are appointment viewers of Saturday Night Live at our house. We watch it every week. We always have even we've stuck through thick and thin with them when they have not been great and when they've been great. Um, and I just will say it was just really good to be to see something normal. Normal. Yay for normal. Now. 
in a slice of not, of abnormal, Holly decided to get into a time machine this weekend. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep. Yes, I did. And I where'd you go? The nineties? I went to the nineties. This has been a thing that I've been doing because uh Stuff is happening. Because there's stuff happening in the world, in the news. And the way that I deal with things is that I ignore it by going in my time machine. I've been really interested in going, specifically on HBO Max, about digging through their 90s archives. And I did that on Friday night. And I watched a movie that I hadn't seen in a really long time that that has a pretty big cult following and I think is rather beloved. It's the First Wives Club. Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> okay, refresher course. All right. First Wives Club came out in 1996. Stars Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler, Diane Keaton as three former college friends who come together after tragedy to find out they've all been done over by their nasty ex-husbands and they seek revenge. Okay, by the way, dun, 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 dun. I do just want to mention this has already been remade. Wait, when? Yeah. When? When? It was remade. I don't even know. Yeah, you do. Wait. Like Ava Mendez was in it. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's what's really funny about... Wait, did I just make that up? I think you did. I know, Sorry that about a, that. That was Forget a good it. story. I, Ava Mendez was in a remake of the movie The Women okay, from the different. 1930s. Very different. Thank you. Forget. Pretend I never <laughs> said that, guys. Okay. It's Monday. My brain is not fully online yet. Give it some time. All right. Back to the First Wives Club. There has not been a remake. Go on. At least that I know of. As you were. So, as we were. And this was an interesting activity. I just wanted something to watch late Friday night, turn my brain off, have some yucks, get some nostalgia on. And Colleen, I'm here to tell you, this movie has not aged well at all. Woof. Okay, so tell me, I mean, I think everybody can relate to that in some degree, going back and watching a movie that you loved, and then coming out the other side of it and saying, oh, okay, 2020 Holly, Colleen, does not like, does that didn't work for me. Yeah. But I get that in 1996, this was of the moment. So what are the things that didn't hold up? Well, okay, so basically the whole thing, Colleen, thank you for asking. (laughs) The whole premise of the movie is sad and dark. Mm -hmm. So if you're not familiar with the First Wives Club, it's about a group of four friends. Well, one of the friends decides to take her own life after her husband leaves her for someone much younger. How depressing is that? It starts in a depressing place. It starts in a really depressing place, and then they just kind of blow it over. I mean, they return to a little bit of sadness, but it's like sitcom sadness. They don't really address that grief, and so there's that. All right, okay. like that, I'd feel so like starting until- there. We're like in the in 2020, like the year of Brene Brown and vulnerability. This just is not. No, that and, doesn't add up. No, and then the whole premise of this was that Bette Midler, Goldie Hawn, and Diane Keaton think that they're washed up at about the age of 45. Oh, that's rough, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is rough. I mean, because oh. I can see 45 from where I'm sitting. So if that's washed up. Yes. Ooh. Goldie Hawn gets injectables in her lips, which, by the way, are totally normal for 2020. So we're going into the plastic surgery jokes, which, you know, better living through injectables by 2020. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's so doing that's it. weird. And then a lot of the comedy is mean. There's a a lot of uh, body shaming jokes 
that are really prevalent in, in the comedies of the 90s. And I you're will just say like, that is oh. one thing when you go back and watch things from the 90s and the 80s for that matter. The way that we talked about bodies is very different. Um, and you don't realize the stark contrast until you're hit in the face with it. Yeah, because you're watching the first Wives Club and then you're watching a scene with Goldie Hawn and Bette Midler, their characters, get at it with each other. And basically, the attacks are Goldie Hawn calls Bette Midler fat and then Bette Midler calls Goldie Hawn a drunk. And that's the basis of this comedy. And I was like, but where are the jokes? But there's not funny here. But there's not funny I here. I came for funny. <laughs> I, I wanted to laugh. And then, you know, Everybody, the Colleen and Bradley's favorite show's favorite actress, Diane uh, Keaton. No, nope. That was that was not. That's funny. Ha ha. See jokes. <laughs> jokes. Had, had to put one in there. Her character is just is supposed. Annie is supposed to be this kind of. Hold, hold on. I'm sorry. Pause. Yeah. yeah. Diane Keaton's character's name is Annie. Wait, I think it is. Okay, so can we just talk about my Uh biggest issue with Diane Keaton is that she played Annie Hall in like 1970 question mark and she never, ever, ever can leave that character. I didn't even put the two and two together. She dresses like Annie Hall. Like she is. Yes. And that was her name in the movie. Okay, go on. Yeah. So. And then the whole concept of the movie that these women are washed up at 45. I think that was like the that was the biggest beef that I had with the First Wives Club because it's that just show it's a time capsule and you could appreciate time capsules for what they are right. but it was a really cringe-worthy time capsule. There was nothing that was empowering about this movie because that's how the First Wives Club sold itself in 1996 mm. and you know it's an empowering 1990s movie Colleen when everyone references it's the 90s we're empowered. Right. The comedy of this now in in going in going back uh, over time is that I that that now in 2020, the like we celebrate women at all ages. And I'm not saying that there isn't ageism. That's not what I'm saying. In a different way, we celebrate there is that there is no washed up. Right. 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 When you think about some of the iconic women that we've that we do actively celebrate and that we have celebrated, for example, RBG. Yeah. Uh, Betty White. Yes. Um, We Dolly Parton. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. We celebrate um, sisters continuing to do it for themselves. Yeah, so I was because the reason I was thinking about that is like if we were to recast it and and do another epic like another a, a remake of the First Wives Club, what would be like the eight? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast, and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty. of of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
age that would be considered washed up in 2020, and I'm not coming up with an age. I just don't think the First Wives Club, the premise, would even work That's at this so point. So you can go back and you can watch it, but I get that same cringiness. There are other movies where you're just like, ooh, do, were we not paying attention? couple movies that come to mind that people really love love actually oh see i love that movie but if you go back colleen and you watch the whole storyline with hugh grant and his assistant I know. it's just it's this, i know it's so gross it's so gross because it's just one nasty body joke after another and then another movie that I take beef with that hasn't particularly aged well that a lot of people like is The Devil Wears Prada. Can we talk about Anne Hathaway's whiny boyfriend who does not support her in her professional endeavors? Okay, can I just tell you what's funny? When I was considering movies that I've watched recently that don't hold up, um, the one that stuck out to me was Bring It On. Oh, really? Which is like a whole different genre of kind of what we're talking about. But yeah, it really doesn't hold up. I loved that movie. But when you go back and watch, there are some jokes that do not hold up, that are not appropriate. Um, There are some, you know, archetypal characters that just don't fit in 2020 at all. It is, I mean, listen, like you said, you can appreciate things for what they were in the time that they were. Context. For sure. But... It is it is an interesting exercise to to ask that question. That's a whole different question to ask when you're watching a movie. Does this hold up right now? Is this something? For example, here's one that does hold up. The Goonies will always hold up. Aww. The best. Thank yeah. you. Like that movie holds up because there isn't anything about the story that ch- has changed. It's classic. Yeah. The archetypes, I mean, maybe, maybe we might, okay, wait, nope, that's not true. I was going to say, we might do things a little differently with a couple of the characters, right? Like, um, the d- data. Yeah, what's data? data? I was going to call him definitely, Gadget. I yeah, was, data <laughs> could have definitely data, been. Data, but also Chunk. Yes. That's true. The shuffle you know? shuffle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there would be like a couple things that you might change, but for the most part, the spirit of the movie holds up. You could still go on a treasure map adventure. Yes. Yeah. Or some kind of adventure with a group of kids and mm-hmm. and they're trying to save the day. But what's so interesting is this is what we're doing right now because there's not much new to do. And nope. the news is a little bit, uh, can be kind of heavy. And so we're going back in time in our time capsules and watching our old movies. Yay. Thank you for that trip to the <laughs> 90s, Holly. Totally. Um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, who's doing the Dirt Alert today? Grant? Yes. Grant, you're going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a Dirt Alert after this on My Talk 1071. And Grant has brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Grant. Hey, how's it going, Colleen? So far, so good. Yeah, we've got some crazy dirt going on here right now. Uh, First of all, to start out, let's just go with comedian TJ Miller and his former bodyguard is letting it all out about how he is spiraling out of control. Okay, so he's, yeah, okay, go on. Yeah, so as you know, back <laughs> in 20, no, you're fine. In 2016, he was, you know, allegedly slapped an Uber driver. In 2018, yeah. he was called in a fake bomb threat on an Amtrak. So he was already getting. Thank you for outlining that, because essentially what I was about to say is he has an interesting history. Yes, and so, there it was. And mm-hmm. now, and now it's getting even more intense. So the the bodyguard is saying that he has not been paid the two hundred forty thousand dollars that Miller allegedly owes him. He now lives in a car, and he also said that there's, you know, he said that in uh. It, 
that, excuse me, let's not forget all the times that I kept him from being hauled off to jail and kept your name out of the tabloids. Now, this is a new thing that's come out. His bodyguard claims that in 2017, a woman allegedly said that Miller sexually assaulted her. And so the comic told him and another bodyguard that he was going to give us the address and threaten the woman and not come to not come out with the allegations. But the bodyguard said, we are not your, you know, we're not your henchmen. We're not going to do this. So he's allegedly saying that he told him to go take care of this woman and keep her quiet, which is not good. This is, yeah, this is not going to end well. No. I don't think. Yeah. And then again, he's alleging that he bullied him because he was a bigger guy and said, you need to go to the gym. You're fat. You need, you know, all kinds of degrading things that he had, that Miller had been saying to his bodyguard over the years. So, um, isn't he like, does, did, did TJ Miller do stand up comedy? I know he was in Silicon Valley. Yes. Yeah. But he did stand up as well. Yes. Because he does not sound funny. Well, and, and he was in the Deadpool movies. Mm-hmm. So he oh, was yeah. he was the he's funny that kind of funny. Yeah, he's that kind of funny. And so oh, go ahead, sorry. I saw him stand up about two years ago and it was not funny. It was just a guy up there that was completely delusional, like sprouting Look, out he, random thoughts. It was not good. He sounds more mad than funny. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there are some comedians who make their entire act about the things that they're angry about. And sometimes that is funny. Like, mm-hmm. for example, Lewis Black makes that stuff so funny. But then there but he sounds like the type that like is using this as a vehicle to rant about whatever is uh, he's aggrieved by well yeah there's a fine line in comedy because you know you can be humorous but then you can also be mean and that line between humor and meanness is very thin and like you know tj miller just sounds like he has some issues did we mention the fact that he was arrested in 2018 for that fake bomb threat on amtrak yes okay thank you because that too Uh so you know and going back to tj miller's behavior you know we haven't i don't think we've really discussed them in our blinded by the items segment but our good friend anti-lawyer who likes to dish the hollywood gossip does not have nice things to say about tj miller i can't imagine that anybody does by the the sounds of him honestly yeah there's a track record there that doesn't you know you could say like hey one or two things but now that it's becoming a commonality here i don't really whatever you know he's got his day in court but as as we say where there's smoke there's fire exactly there you go All right, now moving on to Rebel Wilson. This one's awesome. She is nearing a major milestone in her year of health. So Rebel, as you know, she kicked off her wellness journey in January and has continued to show her fans her progress on social media. On Instagram, she shared a new photo of herself revealing that she's only six pounds away from her goal. And if you guys see that picture in the link, it's she looks great. She totally looks great. And um, Grant, uh, I'm going to just really quickly tell you that <laughs> welcome, on the to col- the com- welcome. welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show where nothing is as it seems. I first of all, just want to say, like, I'm ex- I'm glad for her because this is a goal that she set for herself and she does look amazing. Mm-hmm. However, however, <laughs> this like. This we are watching what how how her publicationship is working for her ah. because all of this. OK, for example, she said over the weekend on social media. Also, she said, just call me Fit Amy because her character in Pitch Perfect is named Fat Amy, oh. which speaking of things that don't hold up, I mean, that's relatively recent, but it's still we're like, what? Okay. In any case, and in, in any case. You know, we've been talking about how um, the, uh, this appears to be a real move on her behalf to to pivot into 
um, away from the roles that she has been playing as like the funny fat friend. And I'm not saying that because I believe that that's what she was. I'm saying that because that is the archetype that she was being shoehorned into. Mm-hmm. To I really think that this is all about making her pivot to more romantic lead roles. Yes, I think that marketing is, her a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm not saying okay. I, I, again, I want to be clear. I'm excited for her. This is great that she has set these goals for herself and that she is she has worked very hard. And I do not want to take that away from her. On the Colleen and Bradley show, what we do is analyze how that's being served to us. Absolutely. And that's what this is, is just another kind of step in this career pivot that Look at she's me. making. Yeah. I'm here now and I can do this and I can do that. And and that's why she has this new boyfriend that that and it's not that, you know, she couldn't have a boyfriend. That's not what I'm saying. But the way that we're being served the conversation about this new boyfriend. Well, and also the conversation about Jacob Bush and this new situation that she finds herself in has been served to us in a very inconsistent way. The platter is not exactly even on this one. No. Uh, Grant, thank you for all that dirt. Thank you. Uh, When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. 30 seconds. Oh, that was fun. Doing on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers Off, Holly Roberts, and I are with you. Yes. Who's on the phone to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, Grant? We've got Kathy from Maple Grove. Awesome. Kathy's on the line. And what is Kathy playing for? Kathy's playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt. All right, Kathy, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready, Kathy? I am. Okay, here we go. Buffalo Bill is the villain in what movie? Um, Wild Bill? No. Oh, try again. Put, put the put lotion, lotion in the basket. Nice Chianti. Yeah. A pass. So Chris Pratt plays what character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, he's got the fun talking animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America? Captain America. No. 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 You want yeah. What classic rock band has the song Stairway to Heaven? You oh can my do gosh, it. I'm terrible at You this. can do it. You can um, do it. Aerosmith? No. Um, do you want to pass? Led Zeppelin. Yeah, there it is. That's all right. You did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230. Thank you, Kathy. All right, Holly, let's go back and get those uh, questions that she did not get correct. Yeah, so Buffalo Bill is the villain in what movie? Silence of the Lambs. Chris Pratt plays what character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Star-Lord. I did not know that one. Yeah, well, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, okay. Which celebrity <laughs> chef popular popularized the abbreviation E V O O? We didn't get to this one. Uh, that would be Rachel Ray. Also, she always follows it with extra virgin olive oil, which m- renders the abbreviation obsolete. Go on. MLB baseball. Am I right? Thank you. Okay. And finally, which music star has a nickname? Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull. Yeah. All right. Next, uh, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And I believe our friend Donna is here to help us, right? Hi. Hi. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, boy. 
gosh. Celebrity gossip mysteries never rest. And Donna, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to solve some of them. Here we go. This A-list actor, writer, slash animal lover is helping to pay the rent of multiple women. They all sleep with him in a rotation he devised that allows him to see each woman three or four times a month. What? Okay. A-list actor, slash writer, slash animal lover. Yes. And he is sleeping with some ladies in return for their uh, housing. Correct. He pays them in housing, I should say. Yes. Room and board. Yes. Um, I feel like animal lover is probably key to figuring um, out who it is. Yeah, because it's kind of like one of these things is doing its own thing. So, okay, who's an animal lover, but also an A-list actor and writer? Bob Barker. Sorry, (laughs) he has passed away. No, he is not, Colleen! Oh, Colleen! Oh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And that's you! Bob Barker is resting very well in the Hollywood Hills right now. Oh, whoops. Sorry about that. (laughs) He's 96, though, guys. Hmm. Let's keep an eye on him. Let me give you a hint for this one. This person... Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this person, uh, we would know this person. Now, they're famous in their own right, but they were involved in a very high-profile celebrity relationship. Okay, high, Very high-profile. Correct. I don't know why. I was thinking, and I know it's wrong, I was like thinking, who posts a lot about their pets? Yeah. And I was thinking of Chris Evans. Oh, no. Oh, because he just did. You're right. That's 100% true. Oh, I didn't even know that. He totally did. Just a cute little picture of his doggo, which is very different from a picture of the other thing that he posted recently. Right? Um, okay. A-minus. Should this be easier than it is? Yes. I will say the reason that they're posting Animal Lover. Now, I haven't checked this person's social media, but I know that he and his ex had a common bond with an animal that they used to both have in their lives. Oh. And they shared that on social media. Uh, this person's ex is an A-plus list celebrity. household yeah. name. They're no longer together. This person uh, likes tight pants. Okay. Um, hair dye. What? Oh. Okay. Is it a Jennifer Aniston and what's-his-face? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Justin Theroux. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good job, Donna. Thank you. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, Justin Theroux, not Bob Barker. Thank you. Is helping to pay <laughs> He's very the much alive, by the way. Very yeah. much alive. Is helping to pay the rent of multiple women. They all sleep with him in a rotation that he's devised that allows Justin to see each woman three or four times a month. Ew. Okay, gross. That's nasty. Ew. And it, it, he dyes his hair, huh? Have you seen him? <laughs> it's been a while, I mean, actually. Yeah, he kind of has a vampire look. What is he up to? Is he not like? Isn't he on a I TV mean, show? Obviously, this. But yeah, is he on a TV show? What's he doing? I can't answer that. Okay, so we're Bob Barker, by the way, very much alive. Go so on. So is Justin Thoreau. True. Okay. This uh, Blinded by the Item segment deals with people who are still on this terrestrial plane. Here's our next celebrity (laughs) gossip mystery. This is confirmed, by the way. This new entrant to the talk show game is having trouble. Some of her producers Mm. want her to talk about the abuse she suffered as a teen in the industry, Mm -hmm. but the host doesn't want to name names. You want to do it together? On the count of three. One, One, two, two, three. three. Drew Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. 
fill in that blank. Yeah. So Drew Barrymore is having some trouble right now. Some of the producers on her new talk show want her to talk about the abuse that she suffered as a teen in the industry. But Drew Barrymore doesn't want to name names. Mm. Um, I wonder what they mean by abuse. I, well, I think that she's been sort of um, vague about that in the past, right? Yeah. yeah. But here's... Okay, can I just throw this on the table? In the middle of my day, when I'm watching chat shows, like, I maybe don't want to face some of the realities of this harsh yeah, world. sure. And I don't... I I don't think that would be that. I think they think maybe that that would get her some serious ratings. ratings. I don't know that it would. I that is, I want to read that in an autobiography. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't she have one? Uh, she she did. She's had one or two, but they were from a long time ago. When, and if she doesn't want to name names, that makes sense. Well, and it's one of those things too, where it's like that is a decision that you need to make on your own outside of the production of yeah. a talk show. Because what this blind item alludes to is that the producers want her to talk about something that's really personal, right? For ratings and right. for eyeballs. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Um, yeah. Update: She does have two. Uh, autobiography. Well, let me guess. Flower. One is called Wildflower. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I think I read that. That is so good. I, I, I loved um, it so much I forgot it existed. I, I haven't read it. I forgot about it too. And then there's another one that she wrote many years ago that you can buy at used thrift books for thirty nine thirty nine called wow. Little Lost Girl for forty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and she she co wrote that with Todd Gold. All right, thirty nine dollars. Yes. What's thrifty about copy. that? Oh, okay. Well, I think it's the hardcover. Still. No, that's not even true. That's the mass market paperback. Rude. Yeah, no, I think you could probably go to half price books and get it for uh, not that. Okay. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. Should you be looking for it? Thank you. Thank you. Next. Okay, another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and. Donut to solve today. There were five bodyguards who also loaded into the plane with the A-list singer in quotation marks and her boyfriend mm. in quotation marks. Donna, you got this? I don't think I do. Um, I know you can. Okay. I believe in you. So an A-list singer? Yes. In quotes. In quotes. Yeah, which that's a tell. Okay. And also boyfriend is in quotes. Boyfriend in quotes. Can you help me, Colin? I sure can. Um, I mean, you know, if you already did it once and then you did it again, you might say, oops. Oh, Brittany and her bodyguard yeah. guy. Yeah, her yes. boyfriend, Sam Asgari. <laughs> yes. Did you see this video of the two of them leaving? Fill in the blank and then we can talk about it. Okay, so there were five bodyguards who also loaded into the plane with Britney Spears and Sam Asgari. Okay, so they, I think this was on Friday, maybe, or Saturday I saw this on her Instagram. And I don't remember if it was a story or if it's in her, but it's the two of them walking to a private plane. And she literally does, if you were, if if you or I, who are not people who take private planes, ever did take a private plane, mm -hmm. this is what we would do. Get halfway up the steps, turn around, strike a pose. And wave at the little people and then turn back around and get on. Oh my God. That's what she did. And I was like, where, what? And I think they're going to like Hawaii or something, or at least that's what they want us to believe. Um, I don't know. Where do you think they're going? 
who I don't know anything anymore. Like I no. <laughs> literally there are certain things in this world. Uh, this is very much like another story where I just don't quite know what to believe, but we're not going to talk about it. Okay. But um, I'm just saying like I I know what she wants us to believe. But I don't know what's actually going on. Do you believe that this is actually her boyfriend? Oh, gosh, no. I believe he's... I think he's on the payroll. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's there to um, make it look like... He's there to kind of mind her. He's being paid to, like, mind her. Do we ever see her with her kids anymore? Hardly ever. So weird. Well, it is. And I, I was even thinking the other day... I mean, do you remember that very short episode of Life last week? Um where not last week <laughs> like a few months ago where her son did that instagram live and was you know just being like a regular 13 year old or 14 year old kind of but was starting to like tell yes. actual things and he was saying like my mom's yeah talking about her music i and- think about that a lot and i think i really wish that we could have had been treated to a little bit more from this him feels a little scientology ish well, in I that hear what weird you're way, like, kind parallel. of manipulating the reality. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. guys. So, so it's very strange. It's a lot. It's very strange. My head hurts. I'm going to go. Oh, fine. You're done. Yeah. Can I quickly give one more blind item? Yeah. This is just from me um, to you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, this uh, my talk uh, host recently gave birth <gasps> to a little boy. I just boy. saw that. Elizabeth Reese Yay. had her little baby boy. Aww. And the announcement is up uh, at mytalk1071.com, I believe, on our um, social media. So you can see adorable pictures of little baby. I'm going to say it. It's so cute. Heathcliff. Oh, I know. I love, I love it. it so much. So All right. Cute. Thank you, Donna Valentine. You're welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to talk about Sean Mendez's explanation for the famed zombie walk that he did with, uh, with his lady brains we're gonna talk about it after this on my talk 1071 thank you holly this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer is out looking at rocks holly and i are here acting like rocks hey rock stars <laughs> um and uh we'll be hanging out with you all week uh so okay remember 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 I think it was very close to the beginning of our um, stay home quarantine coronavirus time. It was in late March when we saw some video emerge of Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. They are a publicationship that we call Shamila going for a little walk down the road in Miami where they were allegedly quarantining together. Do you remember this video, Holly? <laughs> yeah, I do, because it was like Night of the Living Dead okay. with these two. It was super weird. Right. So the two of them are holding hands, and I'll just give you kind of the, the upshot. Sean Mendez looks a little disheveled. He's wearing like a white tank top undershirt type experience that has another name that I won't say, and some Nike gym shorts and some, you know, open-toed slide shoes. Camila is wearing a black duster sweat sweater, um, like a whole macrame moment uh, in a shirt form, and some loungy pants as they shuffle slowly down the street, literally looking like zombies from The Walking Dead. Brains. And when we saw it, we were like, what are they doing? Yeah, because they're walking down the street in a neighborhood. If you and I were walking down the street like that, 
there might be concern. Uh, there would be major concerns. So really quickly, I want to tell people what we finally, you know, what, what we kind of came around to was actually going on. And then I'm going to tell you what he said, because he had an interview and he talked about that very walk and what was going on. So we decided like, oh, that was all about the fact that they had invited um, some paparazzi to to take their uh, long lens and follow them as they walked down the street. And they wanted to make sure it lasted really long. Right. That's what we opined. But there's uh, look, I'm looking at the video again, Colleen. They are shuffling. Yeah. Walking slowly. Yeah. Like they're in mourning for something now. Yeah. But also kind of look like they might be impaired. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So Sean Mendez, he's doing the rounds. I don't know if you know this. He's got a new song. What? What? I know. I know. He has a new music. Look at this. It all figures together. So he was doing an interview with Sirius XM and uh, he was asked, I I don't know if he was asked about it or if he just offered. He said, quote, well, there's this one video of Camila and I and we're like walking down the street really slow. We almost look like zombies from The Walking Dead, he said. He said everyone was like, what the heck is going on with them? Are they on drugs? It's funny because in that moment we were just pretty overwhelmed by the world and we were like, oh, man. This is a really hard time. This is scary for everyone. We were just like, let's walk slow and kind of just meditate and be chill. It was this really peaceful moment between us. But it's just so funny to see that watching the video back. We were dying laughing because we literally looked like zombies. Oh, jeez. Uh-uh. No, Sean. Uh-uh. No. And not no, buying it? No, not, not gonna that. Not, not gonna Not gonna buy it. Not gonna <laughs> buy it. See, now this is a tactic that... One could call hiding in plain sight, mm. meaning that you acknowledge the behavior that has taken place, you know, and you label it, you identify it, and then you turn it around by saying, of course, we were walking like zombies. We were very sad for the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's no, that's a that's clown called, excuse. That's Thank you. Retrofitting the narrative. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's so funny about this is, okay, I. We have to actually learn this word and never forget it because I keep the the name for a thing that eats itself. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Anyway, it's our science lesson for the day because what this essentially is, is like we're just recycling the exact same um, story. So they did that zombie walk to get attention for their publicationship. And now he's got an actual song out that he needs to get attention for. So now he's going back to the zombie walk to get attention. The thing he was already trying to get attention for to get more attention for his song. Is everybody following this? Attentionception? It's that's <laughs> essentially what it is. Yeah. It's, you know, more power to them. They're working on it. Well, unless we forget, Colleen, about earlier this summer, because, you know, things were happening. One of the stories about Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, courtesy of our friends at In Touch Weekly, was that they reportedly broke up and decided to take a break. Okay, yeah. So it was like, well, we haven't seen Sean and Camilla going on any zombie walks lately. But, you know, despite their busy careers they spent the past year together, they were in love and best friends. And it was a whirlwind, and they need some time apart. But apparently, they'll get back together when one of them has a project to sell, which is classic yes. definition of a publicationship. Well, and yes, I mean... Uh, I just am reacting to this because it's so frustrating because it's like they think we don't see what's going on. 
Which, if you're not paying attention, you don't see what's going on. But then, Our problem is that we're paying attention. But then, here's the question that I think about a lot, Colleen, concerning all of these stories. Is it that people pay attention and they know what's happening, but then they don't care? I also yeah. think about that with our good friend, Khloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. and her social media presence and her ever-changing cavalcade of faces. Uh, yeah, her not her face. Her not her face. Mm-hmm. Saying that we all know that Chloe is manipulating herself at yeah. any given time, and we all understand that, but then we just accept it and we don't care. Is that the same with Sean and Camilla? We I know that's that it's- their gamble. Yeah. They're gambling on that. Okay. When we come back Ouroboros. on the Colleen Ouroboros. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to celebrate achievements at all ages. We'll tell you what that's all about when we come back on my talk 1071. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipped.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 